directness where no one dares speak the truth. The last of the great truth-tellers emerges from the shadows to reveal the stark realities of life. Hidden in a nondescript warehouse, the last English-speaking Americans remaining in Manassas, Virginia, Phil Worthington and Ken Kaplan tell it like it is. You are approaching the crossroads of honesty and idiocy. Welcome to You Heard It Here. That's right. This is You Heard It Here. New opening. New opening. I hope you folks all like it. Uh, uh, especially that was for Dave M. He knows who he is. He can stop teasing us about the opening now. That's right. So, uh, so a- anyway, um, uh, we hope you like it. Uh, you're more than uh, welcome to give us comments. You can send an uh, email to You Heard It Here. Just Y-H-I-H. Y-H-I-H. Correct, Phil? Yeah. That's- At NTNRadio.com. You know, when I put up my show notes and stuff, I always put Y-H-I-T. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm still doing that. You know, when you, when you when you write out, you heard it here, it looks like you heard it there. Yes. It, that's what it looks like. Right. You know, but um, but it is you heard it here. And it's uh, here, H-E-R-E, unlike some people who want to spell it H-E-A-R. Yes, I've done that myself too. <laughs> Are you making fun of me because no, I didn't do that? In actually, email? I was making fun of somebody we work with on another show. Oh yes, okay. Who apparently doesn't know the Panthers are playing the Broncos either in the Super Bowl? <laughs> what was that about? He put up that Facebook post about about the Seahawks and the yeah and the Broncos because it's like, much funnier uh, to have a joke about two pot smoking states when then have facts then have facts right <laughs> facts are not important I, I God bless that guy yeah you know he he, he is good he, for a laugh he, he is a never ending he is a never ending supply of entertainment even when he doesn't want to be I know yeah. I know I'm, I'm which speaking speaking of him and not not to actually pick on him okay. but I but I heard coming in today that they ranked so they did some study. Uh-huh. about uh, relative happiness of people in different states. Okay. And the number one state, not surprising, was Hawaii. Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> right? Shocker. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, 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 12 months a year, women in bikinis. How could you not be happy? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, hey, I want to see snow. Look at it up there on the mountain. But meanwhile, I'm at the beach. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, and at the very, very bottom of the list, the the most unhappy people at all, Maryland. No, West Virginia. No kidding. Yeah, West Virginia. So, there you go. That's for you, Warren. Okay. I got sneeze. <laughs> oh, he's gonna. Uh, uh, I guess not. I, I, guess I got not. a sneeze coming. Okay. Um, Ken, how did you survive the snowstorm? We got. Well, I'm here, so that's a sign that I did. Um, for for our listeners, we're in Manassas, Virginia. It looks like you guys got what. Two feet here? Two and a half feet? We actually were just over 30 inches. 30.5 okay. according to the National Weather Service in in, uh, in Centerville. Uh-huh. Although, uh-huh. we do have the state record. We now actually have a state record. And it, we have one of the one of um, uh, WRC-TV's weather spotters is okay. in my neighborhood. Ah. And we have uh, the record for the highest snowdrift. We had an eight-foot snowdrift. 
about eight, eight, eight feet, two-inch snowdrift in the that's, neighborhood. That's kind of funny because back where I'm from, 15-foot snowdrifts are common. common. Yeah, yeah, but not so, around here. But, yeah, that, so that's kind of funny. Yeah. We got 42, 43 inches out where I live. Mm-hmm. I spent all Monday shoveling off my roof and part of Tuesday. The, were you standing on your roof shoveling it? Yeah. Talk about scary. I, yeah, I was going to say, you probably were testing fate at that moment. I, I was. I shoveled off a big area and then got up and I thought, well, if it held that snow. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it held that snow. I mean, it should be able to handle another 300 pounds, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. It was It was sketchy. Uh, yeah. I was worried. Uh, uh, I, I can understand y- that. You know, it, it definitely was uh, a, a sketchy thing. But we, we had good, you know, I posted up on my personal Facebook my neighbor had to bulldoze my driveway. Yeah. My, my tractor isn't in yet, mm-hmm. and I have 700 feet of driveway with 40 inches. I, I did a quick math calculation because, you know, I'm kind of geeky like that. Mm-hmm. I had 344,000 cubic feet of snow on my property this week. Wow. That's a lot of snow. Yeah, that's a lot of snow. Yeah, 7.3 acres. That's, times a, that's a lot of snow. Deep. And by this time next week, you'll have <laughs> that many cubic feet of water in yeah, your it's ground. A, it, my, my driveway is, <laughs> I just got to rip my man card up and throw it completely out. Yeah, yeah I, I told you about last week, right? right? So my neighbor's plowing up my driveway, and in the front of my property is a big field. Mm-hmm. And the driveway is off-centered. If you're looking out my front door to the left. Right. And it's probably 30 feet or so off the hedge line. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, when the snow was only like 20 inches deep or so, I drove down where I thought was my driveway. You know, and I'd been trying to keep it for the storm driving down so that when I knew I already prearranged my neighbor to plow out my driveway mm-hmm. if we got over 30 inches. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was no big deal. He's got a bulldozer, literally a bulldozer. Um, So I drove down where I thought was my driveway. And that way there were tracks because I figured at four feet of snow, now you're just guessing. Yeah, Absolutely. So I drove back. So, and so forth. apparently you were guessing. I was wrong. <laughs> apparently because, you were guessing at two feet, right? Yeah. So, and, and I guessed that about six inches when I got home Friday night. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I drove the same spot and I thought I was pretty spot on Friday night. Right, right. My neighbor gets in and he drops the blade of the bulldozer and he's about two car, two car widths to the left towards the woods. And I'm going, Jesus, man, when this melts and stuff, I'm going to just, I'm just going to destroy my yard. Not that I care because I'm actually going to destroy the entire yard in the springtime anyways. Right. But I didn't want to get stuck in 18 inches of mud with oh, all yeah. the snow melting. Oh, yeah. Now, as the snow melts, he hit my driveway spot on. How did he do that? I don't know. He's superpowers, maybe? He, I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> how, how was he dead on and you made the tracks uh, when been, there was much you know, less snow? Before I got the place and stuff, he used to mow it for the people that, owned it and stuff like that so I, he's probably been taking care of it for a, for 10 years i'll bet you that that was a tough job because i've been out there and it's not a flat driveway no it's kind of rolling the actually. bulldozer actually kind of did break down in the driveway oh really That's how much snow and how much yeah. it, it clogged he clogged the fuel filters up okay. he hadn't cleaned them out good so we but i was kind of wondering it. how he was going to not dig into some of the rolling hills there because he doesn't know it was so frozen underneath that it was not okay you know you, he dropped the blade right on the ground which was good mm-hmm. you know you still need four-wheel drive to get up and down my driveway but it's, yeah it's passable right, right and my road my road monday monday you could drive out on my road yeah that's nice um but yeah so 
I was watching Facebook. I was posting up a lot of things on Facebook, and, and something came to mind. And we'll do it kind of quick mm-hmm. because I just want to – it's like an opinion thing. I was seeing all these people in Baltimore, which also got two feet of snow, posting mm-hmm. up these pictures and saying, I shoveled out this parking spot and some jerk took it and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. Ken, it, if you shovel out a spot, is it yours? <laughs> or are you like, oh, hey, look at that spot? Well, I, I mean, I, I actually thought about this the other day because I saw people that were completely buried in on the side of Union Mill Road uh, out my way, and they had all dug themselves, their car, a little path. Yeah. So the car could get out, and they could get back in. And the first thing my wife saw when saying that was, God, if they now they can get out, they get out, someone else is going to back into that space, into that area there. And I said, yeah, that's going to suck after all the work that they've done. Yeah. But you know what? It's public road. You don't it, own anything. Well, you know, I lived in Boston in 93, 94, 94, 95, whatever that really snowy winter they had mm-hmm. back. You know, I was in college up in Boston. Mm-hmm. And the first storm came out, and I shoveled my area. I went out, and it came back, and somebody's car was in there. Mm-hmm. After that, I wouldn't shovel. I would just park my four-wheel drive truck on top of the snow. Yeah. And I would make sure that... Like, the whole rest of the road would be shoveled, and there'd still be snow underneath my spot. I had a great spot yeah. all, all, all the rest of the storm. But right. I, I, I'm the same way. It's like I see that, although I did see somebody put up a sign on a chair, because, you know, the chair means it's mine. Yeah. Right? And it said, as much effort as it took to dig my car out and to do to clean this area out, I will expend that effort again to bury you in if you take my spot. Uh-huh. And I thought, that's the way to handle it. Yeah. That's <laughs> like Phil diggeth, Phil put his back. That's a that's a good one. I I, th- I, I kind of like that. I think probably in that case, I probably would have uh, co- covered his chair in snow, so he couldn't find the chair. <laughs> well, I was like, wow, I should be in D.C. riding around getting free chairs for the summer, so I have them at the at the properties that we go hang out and stuff. Hey, when we come back. I have one more quick thing I want to mention about the storm. I'm actually going to do something that I've not done in seven years now of doing shows. And that is, I'm going to actually let someone have it on the show. Wow. So, um... I've actually done that a couple times. <laughs> but, no, I don't think you've actually named anybody, because I, I, we're pretty sensitive about that. Right, but I'm actually going to I'm gonna name somebody now. has to do with not only snowplowing technique, but being irresponsible and inconsiderate. We're going to do that on wow. the other side of this break, folks. So, come on back if you want to hear Ken lay it on to somebody. <laughs> So you heard it here on ntnradio.com. See, I got the ntnradio.com in here. Good man. Good man. Yeah, apparently the movie guy didn't he didn't get that in his script. Apparently that wasn't in his script. No, it wasn't in his script. A lot of things weren't in <laughs> No. Right, is that the guy you got to complain about? No. Oh. Okay. I'm actually not going to complain about him. I'll save that for the review I put on the website. <laughs> That's what I like about yeah. you. Um, no, what I was going to say was, and I posted this up to Facebook, but I'm going to repeat it here in the in the show, and that is that just because you got a plow mounted to the front of your truck, it doesn't mean that you know what you're doing. Oh, oh my God, you are so right. Yeah, I, I plowed for many years. Mm-hmm. I plowed uh, uh, developments. I did driveways. I did parking lots. Mm-hmm. 
uh, up in New York on the east end of Long Island. So similar to, you know, more snow than here, but not like tons. And when we were getting ready for the storm, it was funny. Funny, uh, and I don't want to steal your thunder Mm -hmm. because I'll let you get you angry first. (laughs) But when I was first starting to dig the snow because I shoveled around the truck because I didn't want my neighbor hitting it with the bulldozer. Yeah. Well, I just did that because I know as a plower, you know, when you get up to the top, it's nice to be able to see where you need to go. Mm-hmm. So I shoveled around the truck, and when the first thing I did is, even when the snow was only two feet deep, or about 12 feet, between 12 feet and two feet, when I first started shoveling, I shoveled a path 20 feet out into my yard. Okay. And I, as I shoveled, instead of throwing the snow on top of itself right there, I carried it out there and I threw it into that. Because when you get a lot of snow and it backs up, and they started talking about right before the storm, they started talking about more snow for me on Tuesday, which thank God didn't come. Right. And they were also talking Thursday, Friday, a possibility of another nor'easter. Yeah. On Long Island, when they start backing up like that, if you don't have your snow far away, you're not shoveling, you know. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather carry it away and dig back and run out of room later in the storm successions. Right. You know, um, so I did that, and all my neighbors thought I was kind of crazy. But then, you know, now that it's four feet of snow, and they got walls, and they have no place to throw the snow because yeah. you can't even throw it up because the snow's eight feet high on the piles next to some of these people's cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was watching people posting up videos of snowing. When you're plowing, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can plow a certain way for four inches, knowing it's going to melt. Four feet of snow, you got to beat that stuff back. You got to, you have to envision where you want it to right, be. Right. It's a, it's, it's a lot more skill than, oh, three inches, let's just push it right. anywhere. Right, exactly. And uh, so uh, what happened with uh, uh, us was we got a plow to come through on Tuesday, about mm-hmm. midday, came through, and of course, uh, we had at the end of the driveway, which I hadn't gotten through yet. I hadn't gotten to the very right. end of the driveway. Um, when he plowed in there, we ended up with, I uh, li- literally, we had a mountain of snow at the end of the driveway. Yeah. And it was like, uh, there's no way I'm, I'm shoveling this out. And, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, cup about in the, in the pipe stem, about, about a f- 600 feet away from my house. There's a guy that owns a, uh, landscaping company. Right. And, um, he has a front end loader. Okay. Not there on the property, but somehow, no matter how much snow we get, he manages to get it to his property. I haven't figured that one out yet. Because he owns the business. <laughs> yeah, they can get to the guys, get it there. Right. So he sees he sees me out there, and he comes over and offers to. Good man. Yeah, he did. He and, came and over. Storms is big. Neighbors got to help yeah, neighbors. Right. Unless you're the guy who lives next to me, and then <laughs> you're when you're known. a jerk to everybody, nobody helps you. Right. So he uh, he uh, helped clear out that area uh, as best he could, but he, he at least brought it down to the manageable place. He was afraid to tear my driveway, which I can understand, because you couldn't really tell where right. things ended. But that's that's whatever. <laughs> he, he made a huge difference, and, and I appreciate him for that. But it, I still spent another two hours out there clearing it all out. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so I did that. You, and, you know a secret, right? Um. So about something in particular yeah, about, about about avoiding the big pile at the end of your driveway. Yeah. Right. 
and and it, it sucks at first, but if you if you roll with it, you'll understand. When when you're plowing and you, and you got the plow down, snow goes to pay, path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. You angle it out, it goes to the side, it curls over, it keeps pushing up. Mm-hmm. So if you don't shovel the last two to three feet of your driveway, mm-hmm. they'll just they'll take a majority of that snow that gets piled in your driveway down to the neighbor's driveway, and you'll just get that six eight inches. Of off the top of the plow instead of well everything that was in front of my in front of my driveway was from the street here here's the yeah that's what I'm saying here, like here, yeah. like as you're as you're pushing it he'll take a more snow down the street with him if you don't if you wait till after the plowing to mm-hmm. shovel the last no feet. I understand that because when it hits the gap there in front of your driveway right. there, it just it's, all it's gonna, zoops in there right yeah. exactly but I hadn't got to the end so it didn't really matter oh, okay. in this case. Literally, there was 30 inches on the road. He was bringing it in through the neighborhood, and he he had he had the plow angled as the max that could be angled in. Yeah. And so, what he was doing was he was plowing up snow from yeah, the street stacking in, and stacking it into everybody's dri- driveways. You okay. got to you got to put it somewhere. Oh, you got to put it somewhere. But the the there you could tell a dramatic difference between the guy that knew what he was doing and the guy that didn't. But anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. That got that situation got remedied. But then uh, we uh, we got out of the house. Um, I guess Wednesday we got out mm-hmm. the first time. Oh, no, it may have been late. No, it was later on Tuesday. Okay, we got we got out, went to the grocery store, did a couple things, and we came back, and there was a five foot high pile of snow in front of my driveway. We could not get in. So, and well, funny thing was, we're pulling in, we're pulling into my neighborhood, and we notice all the neighbors are outside. All the neighbors had already uh, shoveled out their driveways. I was like the last, you okay. know. They had shoveled out the the piles, and of course, the guy with the front end loader had helped a bunch of people. Right. Yada yada yada. Why are they all out here and they're all shoveling? And I, and then I saw what had happened, and they're so angry, it's unbelievable. They're all and, and I don't generally talk. There's only a couple neighbors that I talk to on a regular basis. Right, they're right. like all talking to me because they all want to bitch, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's like your forte. <laughs> yeah, it's my forte. <laughs> So the guy's still down, the guy plowing is still down at the end of the street. Mm-hmm. And he comes by as I'm out there digging this, you know, massive pile out of my driveway. Now, this is, I've already been through this. I've already done this right. once, even with the help of the front end loader. And the guy goes by and he's pushing it in and he's laughing. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So anyways, I want to say, like I said, okay, this guy's a total jerk. He... I, I can't say whether he knew what he was doing or not. If he was laughing, he knew. Yeah, well, that that I mean, no, knew what he was doing as as far as a plow guy. But that's neither here. I just want to say, Williams Tree Service. That's Williams Tree Service. Okay, <laughs> anybody who's thinking about hiring them for plowing, give it a second thought because all they're gonna they don't really they they hire drivers who apparently don't give a crap about the people they're serving. Yeah. So, they don't care. They don't care. You know, so, it's it's there, a hard there's balance. A lot of, there's a lot of other people out there who really do will help it's, out. It's a hard balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I I most of the plowing I did was in a retirement community, so it was all older people. Yeah. You know, and I mean, oh, the nasty things they would say to you and stuff. But you gotta you gotta push the roads uh-huh. wide, or else. Nobody gets out anyways. Right. And, you know, we used to go back and then help people that weren't dug out. You know, mm-hmm. the skid steer would go out and grab yeah. stuff. There were some really long driveways. But it's it's during the storm. I've had people, because I always plow, snowplow with a window open. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
I almost hit somebody late one night who was shoveling their driveway. Ooh. And had I not heard them scream, I would have. Yeah. It was it was a blinding snow. You couldn't see I couldn't see the snow coming off the plow. And I was actually I was cheating. I was using the marker on the plow tapping the bottom of the mailboxes. Oh really? To know that I was on the road still. Right. That was how I knew where I was. Yeah. Um you know, because it was just that bad of a storm. Mm. And uh, so I always plow with the window open, you know, cold, wet. I actually had somebody throw snow in the window of my truck. <laughs> Needless to say, that's not how you get snow removed from your house. <laughs> that is, though, how you get the rest of the snow I could push to that driveway. I stacked that person in good. And then and then my boss, the, you know, the person who hired me for that job, they, they went down and they said, what the hell was that all about? I said, you asked them why I did that. You can dig them out. I'm not going to be a part of it. Yeah. So the guy that came in by, by with the front end loader, uh, he came by later, and unfortunately the front end loader had been moved on to another location to do the same type yeah. of thing. But he explained, this is a guy that that actually did snow plowing for about 30 years. Yeah. And he came by and explained how you don't do this, how you yeah. don't block in driveways. You, you try your best not to, but... It, well, he said there's a there's a trick to it. He said what you do is you're... you're, you're you're plowing with your with your blade, blade angle yeah, in you it kind of you straighten apply, it out. You straighten it out yeah. when you get in front of the driveway. Okay. You'll still get a little run over from the end of the blade, he said, but you won't get you won't it won't here, scoop here, a bunch into your driveway. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. At the amount of snow we had this mm -hmm. last storm, that doesn't work anymore. Well, he said it would. It doesn't. I've okay. I've plowed mm -hmm. three feet, four feet of snow mm -hmm. more than I care to imagine. And what happens is is it just there's just so much snow that if you're not throwing it, mm -hmm. you can actually it it beats you out into the road and you lose the road. That's mm -hmm. how these that's how these areas lose the road. Well, anyway, I, that's all I have to but say. But if subject. the guy's laughing and yeah. smiling, yeah. the way to fix that is before the next snowstorm, buy a couple concrete blocks, <laughs> take your hose, run it out, freeze them to the road as it's snowing. Yeah, and let that dude come and hit that. Yeah, right. yeah. Put right. the teeth back in your mouth, buddy. So, uh, anyways, uh, that's that's enough to say on the subject. But uh, so uh, I want to move on. Um, so, did you uh, happen to see the uh, Democratic? Uh, I actually didn't. You didn't. So they they had they had a town hall. It was a quickly thrown together thing, and the way they did it was they brought them out one at a time, mm -hmm. and they had probably the most uh, biased person you could possibly have. Rachel uh, Madcow. Uh, no, uh, Cuomo. CNN's Cuomo. Oh, jeez. Okay, actually, do the questioning on there, and he he pitched uh, softballs all all night. Oh, no, really? Of them. Yeah, no, yeah, really. And uh, it was pretty sad, and he didn't give you an opportunity to learn anything about anybody. But I did come up with one thing. For, I got out of watching this I, thing, and that is, you know, Bernie Sanders is uh, he's wacky. Yes, but he's a likable wacky guy. You know what he's I mean? He's like the crazy grandpa or he's, the crazy old yes, neighbor. Yes, he is. He's a likable guy, and you know he's not lying. He's not giving you a line. This is truly what this guy believes. Yeah, he's he's a moron. Right. And what he doesn't try to do, he doesn't try to talk like Obama with soaring rhetoric. You know what I no. mean? You know how Obama, as people would start to cheer, he'd get louder and louder, and this is the way America will be. The, the Russians okay. will now no longer be rising. The saddest thing possible is to watch Hillary Clinton tries to do the same thing, and she can't do it. Oh, she's horrible. She's, she's no Obama. And the thing about it is where Bernie comes across as being totally sincere, and he is. Right. He told, he'll say wacky things, but you know he believes it. He's not. People sound different when they're not lying. 
And then Hillary Clinton starts talking, and she starts doing that, and it's like, oh, my God, it's like shtick. Yeah. Okay? You don't believe any of this crap. You're just saying it in there. You're just like, yeah, yeah, she's so full of crap. I can't, that, That's why nobody likes her. And, Millennials and, love Bernie and, and They love Bernie because he's, he's genuine. He's the, they love Bernie because he's the crazy old grandfather. Yeah. They hate Hillary because she's the crazy old grandmother. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... But she doesn't come... She comes across as being so artificial, it's unbelievable. And that's is. the one thing I got out of that was, my God, she is like the most artificial... She's... She just smells greasy politician, and Bernie, you you gotta like the guy, no matter how crazy he is, because you know he's authentic. It's yeah. not... That's not political speak. And he's always not politi- been this way? Yeah, and it's not political speak. It's like... No matter how crazy it sounds, you know the guy firmly believes this, and I don't believe that Hillary believes anything she says. No. I don't think anybody else does either. I mean, she's got her ardent supporters and everything, and she's going to end up being the nominee, but... Is she? Unless she gets indicted. Yeah. She will. Unless she gets indicted, and then it'll be Joe Biden. Yeah. So, anyway. That's that's my thought on that. So, anyway, so I did watch that, because I kind of feel like I I need to watch that stuff. So, mm -hmm. while while we're talking about the Democrats, Mm -hmm. why was... Crazy, oh, crazy Uncle Bernie. That's yeah. what I want to call him right now. Right. Crazy Uncle Bernie. Feel the burn. Me- meeting with Obama like yesterday. Uh, to to make so Obama could make it look like he hadn't already endorsed Hillary. Well, because he, what he, he said last week came across sounding like an endorsement of her. Uh, and so, um, he this was him his way of showing that I you know he wasn't endorsing anybody right now. Um, but anyway, because he's waiting for crazy uncle, Biden, but uh, anyway, uncle we Joe. come back. I want to talk about the, uh, Republicans a little bit because, uh, apparently, uh, the real Trump, Donald Trump has arrived. The real Donald Trump has arrived and looks to me like he's trying to throw the Iowa caucuses. But besides talking about that, I want to actually talk about a Republican who's really disappointing me this past week. So we'll, we will actually do that. I'm actually changing my favorite. You're we'll changing talk your that. vote? I, I don't vote yet. Okay. But come on back, folks. <laughs> Got a lot more to talk. We're back here on You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. That's why you wanted to bring it in. No, I actually <laughs> wanted to bring it in because I just wanted to point out one thing. Yeah. That Ken and I never know what each other's stories are going to be. That's right. We, we don't, try, we we don't try, talk we try about, not to do that. We, we can assume some of them are because they're big news stories. Yeah, but. And we, we, we do sometimes, and we did it today, have a little discussion just so that we don't have overlapping stories yeah. or, or to kind of organize the show, which, mm-hmm. as you can see, we don't really... Do much organizing <laughs> for the show. But it's always interesting, like, 
two weeks ago, I was the one who wanted to talk all kinds of politics, and Ken's stories were all over the place. And now right. Ken's talking politics, and my stories are way down a different thing. I just think it's funny how we're yeah. never both like kind of the same thing. So yeah, that's all I, I want to say. I, the, actually, I mean, t- I don't think anything I've actually talked about tonight was stories that I had actually gathered that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm that's completely off script now. But right? that's com- I love that. That's yeah. the best. Um, but I did want to talk about uh, there's a there's a final debate before the Iowa caucuses coming up tonight. I tonight? believe it is, which I won't get to see, but I'll watch it in reruns. Um, that uh, uh, apparently the front runner in Iowa has chosen not to attend. That would be a Mr. Donald Trump because they Fox News put in uh, Megan Kelly as one of the moderators in the in the, and he didn't like some of the questions she asked in the first debate which at that at the, the I I will agree with them. I thought the questions she did ask him in the first debate I thought was somewhat unfair. But well that that doesn't matter. There was one series of questions that I know really ticked him off and I thought was a little petty her cuz she gave him out of qu- quotes that he had made on Twitter out of context, which I think is very unfair to ever do that. But I don't care who does it. But, you know, get over it, okay? In fact, you know what? You know how you deal with that? You deal with it the way I think that... um, Ted Cruz was dealing with it. Not Ted... Redirect it right back to what it was. Not Ted Cruz so much as I was going to say Newt Gingrich did a great job uh, at doing that when he got those type of questions in 2012. But, you know, be that as it may... um, Donald's decided he's going to pick up his toys and go home because he, Donald's he so to. full of himself. Yes. So full of himself. And, and, and unfortunately he ha- some of this, he has just, he's justified in that, you know, he, the debates that he's been involved with have, you know, broken records or been way over what they would have expected there to be, but that's neither here nor there. He's decided that, okay, Fox, you have to take Megan Kelly off there. Or I'm not going to attend. He was threatened for like a week that he was going to do this. Right. And finally, Roger Ailes of Fox News said, hey, look, we can't let any candidate dictate who we're going to have there. Bingo. Right. And it doesn't matter who it is. And they basically said no. And uh, that things were still kind of fuming out there. And then Fox News, one of the people that does social media management for Fox News, went out and put a tweet out that was a little farcical. I mean, they were making a joke, but it was in a way insulting towards Trump. And I could see how Trump felt about it. Trump said, that's it. Not, I'm not going to. That's it. You know, so they did throw a little fuel on the fire, but that's neither that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is, it's the last debate before Iowa. You're in a very tight race with Ted Cruz, and what you've done now is you've given them unabated uh, permission to attack you nonstop without you being able to respond. Not 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 only that. Mm-hmm. Well, he, Donald had to do that. Donald needed to get. He needs to get out of the debates because. He did had a horrible debate the last. Doesn't time. matter. They help him. But but here, no, they haven't been helping. Yes, him. yes, he has. Every debate he's had, he's he has actually gained numbers after the debate. Even though I thought he did terrible in some debates too, but he's not. He but actually he's, he's gaining. You know, mm-hmm. all these polls are very misleading. Mm-hmm. And the one thing Donald Trump, there's there's two things, three things working against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's a Democrat running in the Republican Party, <laughs> and sooner or later that's going to come out. And yes, folks, he's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. He's been a Democrat for I've I've known about Donald Trump since I was old enough to know what a billionaire was. Yeah. I, I, okay. He, he, can I can I say something about that? Number Before, two, wait, wait, wait. Well, but you made a point, and I think I should okay. respond okay. to okay. it. Okay. okay. This I isn't think a debate. I, I, this, no, I understand <laughs> that, but I think that's sort of an unfair characterization. I agree 
that Donald Trump is an absolutely was a Democrat. I don't think there's any question about that. But I don't think you don't know what I don't think anybody knows what his true beliefs. People change. They do change. I had an uncle no, who was a raging Democrat. When he actually starts talking about his policies, he's still a Democrat. What policies did he you hear believe, him talk about? He believes in single-payer tax. Not uh, anymore. He says yes, he, he does. Doesn't. You don't know. No, he, he only does that because Ted Cruz came out the last time and said, you still believe in that. He goes, oh, no, I don't. We're a week before he did. When did he say that he was in favor of single-payer? During I, the last debate. I never heard him say that. Yeah, well, he, he shook it when they said, well, Donald Trump believes in it. He shook his head, yes. Or he's too dumb to listen. Okay. Here's here's what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Is this debate is going to be pushing people to talk about their policies, and Donald Trump has none. The His policy is, oh, I heard his I'm going to make I've, America great. I've heard his policies gonna, clearly. I've heard his policies clearly. You're right. Is there a Democrat party? He wants to tax the wealthiest 1%. Donald, he wants I, he, I he wants taxes I, I, like that. I, I didn't hear that. Well, then you got to go back and listen. I have listened. You I've, have I've listened, the to, I've, I've listened to everyone. Tommy no, I'm Ken. not. You know, I'm not. I'm not a Trump supporter, and you know that. He, okay. He's, but he's that, but, but, the last debate, they talked about how much he wanted to raise taxes on the wealthier people. He only said he want what he wanted to do is he wanted to remove a loophole that allows hedge fund managers to be able to go without paying taxes. They were able to use a a loophole that's in the tax code that lets hedge fund managers defer tax on on money they make in favor of money they may lose down the road. Okay, Mm -hmm. but it's still his his tax is very Democrat. It's very it's Uh, it's uh, a progressive thing. His tax plan. He has no. He's running like Obama. What did Obama run on? He didn't run on any policies. He ran on hope and change. Mm Trump is running on. I'm going to make America great. He, you know, oh, who's going to be in your co- <laughs> who's going to be in your cabinet? Really smart guys. Who's <laughs> going to be? You know who's going to be in his cabinet? His daughter, his son, people on the producer of his TV show. <laughs> Donald Trump has no policies. He's a fraud. Hey, uh, not having any policies and just going out there and saying hey, we had eight it, years it, of that. It, we had eight. Look where that got us, America. It got him reelected. Yeah, Obama yeah. got reelected. But Donald Trump ain't black. Yeah, but I understand that. But Obama got reelected after he did. He actually enacted a bunch of policies that nobody liked. How, yes. how did he get reelected when ninety percent of the people hated Obamacare? Yes. How does it happen? Because because the buses that they no, ship out of New York that answer. go to Ohio. Obama got reelected because of Mitt Romney, plain and simple. Not yes. a question about it. Yes, Mitt Romney, it. Mitt Romney cost himself yeah. the election. Yeah, because the Republicans didn't care for him, and they sat home. Right. They didn't vote. So. Right. And but, the same but, thing's going to happen to Trump. Okay, but before— And he's not going to pull—because because a Democrat— well, here, This is something the Republican Party needs to learn. You heard it here, yes, right? This, yes. is, this is why we have this show. The because, Democrat mindset, the liberal, walks in and goes, man, Obama's doing a crappy job. Democrats are really screwing this up. There's Donald Trump. Oh, wait, I hear, it, 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 I'm going to vote Democrat. They don't care. You could put whoever you wanted with an R next to their name. They're not going to vote. They won't do it. Those independents have been so trained, and, 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 and there's so many independents that are really Democrats, and the people that vote seven or eight times, 15 times, mm-hmm. they go in there, and it doesn't matter that everything that person's doing is screwing them up. They will not vote Republican. It's a good thing there's one rational person on this show. It's all Who is that? Well, it ain't you. No, but I'm just telling. I'm just telling you. He, Donald Trump can't win a general election. Okay. First of all, independence. There's a 
bunch of independents that are Democrats, a bunch of independents that are Republicans, uh, conservatives. But I would say that there's also a big contingent of independents that are libertarians. So you can't, I don't think you can put independents into a box. But you're changing the whole point of my discussion, Val. And that was, I was talking about the fact that I, Donald Trump, I think, committed uh, oh, Iowa caucus suicide. Yeah, well, yes, but I'm telling you why. I, the only I thing don't I care why. Is why is I, I don't care. He can't be in a debate where they're going to question him about what he's actually going to do. He, he needed an excuse. He, he found He it. seems to be doing okay in the debates. Listen to me for a second. By being nebulous. Because people are stupid. The, the, the problem is it's the moderators. When he gives one of these things where he says, we're going to make, and it's going to be so good and make such good deals and everybody will be so happy, none of the moderators ever so, say, how? how? That's right. How are you going to do that? Uh-huh. So, he, they, let him, they let him get away with that. But let, you let, know, and, and, let me change course a little bit. I'm because sorry. We're gonna, you're gonna but you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. He, he, I, I hope this costs him Iowa. I hope it costs him New Hampshire. I, I think it will. But now here I'm going to say there's a downside. And the downside is, I have my fa- I'm going to be totally honest. My favorite candidate before this week was Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. What did Ted Cruz do to you? It, it's not what Ted Cruz did to me. It's that I started paying a lot closer attention th- with this little battle that went on, been going on between him and uh, Trump. Yeah. And I watched him, and you know what? I kind of got understanding of why so many people don't like him in the Senate. And um, he is much more, you know, we talk about Rubio being the, he's an establishment candidate. And Cruz is not because he doesn't get along with anybody in Washington. But the fact of the matter is, Cruz is the uh, epitome of a politician. And I saw that this week with him. I actually saw him say things in direct opposition to things I heard him say before. He's switching back. He says Rubio does that every week. No, he doesn't. Rubio doesn't. Actually, Rubio doesn't. He, he Rubio's bad at pandering. He's not. That's not one of his skills. He's a bad panderer. What did what did what did Cruz back up on? He, he well, he was actually talking about something that he hadn't said. Okay. He said I, he hadn't said this thing about um, immigration. Okay, and I actually went back and found the quote where he exactly said what he claimed he didn't say, and he knew that he was being just the perfect politician. Deny, 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 and that's what he. And I just saw that whole political side of Cruz this week, and you know what? I was very turned off by it. And and I was, and I, I tell you, he would have been my number one guy. And now I'm kind of back to where I was six months ago. Even though I know it's not going to happen, you know, the only genuine person that's out, up there right now that's out, out there is only one Carson. That's it. He's the only genuine person. Them or Bernie Sanders. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like when 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 Ben Carson sits there and says. I'm going to find the smartest guys to handle the problem and use common sense. Right. I believe him. When Donald Trump says that, I say, my God, it's going to be his daughter and somebody (laughs) who needs a bribe. All right. You know who's going to be in Donald Trump's cabinet? Did you ever watch The Apprentice? Only the one season where uh, Penn and Teller and Dee Schneider and all those guys. Okay. Was Omarosa on it that season? Uh, the okay, ice you cream flavor. <laughs> okay, well, we'll skip that. But anyway, um, so uh, yeah, like I could see the cast of The Apprentice being his cabinet, <laughs> and that scares the crap out of oh, me. Oh, come on, Gary Busey being the Secretary of Defense scares you? Yes, <laughs> Gary, Gary Busey's a liberal. He'll be like, "Yeah, bring your little Persians and all these 
People that hate us. Actually, over here. D. Snyder would be good for the EPA. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. You know what? And Paul Tuttle might make a good uh, press secretary. Yeah, there you go. Pen- uh, which one was Pendulette. it? Pendulette. Pendulette. Uh-huh. I'd put him Secretary of Defense. I'm gonna make your whole army disappear. You give me any more crap. <laughs> That's right. You know, my my buddy was attacked by a tiger, and we're still here. Whatever that was. So anyway, right now I'm just kind of I'm I'm. I'm really leading towards Rubio as the only person uh, that's up there that has any chance and only because I find him to be a little more rational and um, it's he's he's a he's a he's a to me he's a flip-flopper that bugs me but he's not alone in the flip-flopping and that was the thing that came out this week they all they they all they all flip they all flip-flop but um you know, uh, I hate to say this, that the the, the persons that I like aren't, don't have any chance. And it's really Ben Carson is the only one that I think is any chance. I'm, and I know you're going to hate this. I know you're going to hate this when I say this, but I kind of like Christie, too. And I know Christie's obviously not a strong conservative. You know, but the thing about I it thought, is Christie's, he is, he tends he's to He's genuine. He's genuine. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Christie, I thought he had a great debate last time. Yeah. I really did. And I don't like Chris Christie. Yeah. But he had, I've not been a Chris Christie fan. I like it, the fact that that he that he's he's you know he's honest, but I also know he's a little bit too left for me. But he to me, Chris Christie is Donald Trump light, and I'd rather Chris Christie than Trump. Oh, I agree because because they're both businessmen. Yeah, they both played both sides of the aisle. Like what he did with Sandy, a lot of a lot of conservatives tore him up about walking down the beach with Obama after Sandy and everything like that. But to me, that was an Aldemato move. I think move. it was the reach around that people didn't yeah. like. Yeah. To me, that was an Aldemato move. Aldemato was a crooked, just just a crooked politician. And <laughs> Phil's hero. Right? But everything Aldemato did crooked, mm-hmm. he made sure the people of New York got something out of that. Yeah. When he cut that deal that you said, oh, my God, what are you doing? That brought 1,800 jobs to New York. Yeah. When, or this much money to New York or this much this or that. Right. Everything he did benefited his state. And when Christie yeah. walked with Obama, as much as it gave a lot of people, including myself, stomach pains, mm-hmm. he did that because he wanted the federal money to yeah. help his state. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. That's why that's... I can tolerate that if you're out there, if you take that same approach saying, well, I'm going to screw over Russia because that helps the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but you know, that's, and uh, the trade deals, I I would feel very comfortable with Christie dealing with foreign co- countries, you know, like Russia, because he's not going to cut a bad deal. Donald Trump will cut whatever deal he thinks will get him on the front page of the news. I, I just want to say this one thing, and then and then I'm I'm done with the subject, and that is that in I, if, if Cruz were to get the nomination, there is so much material out there to use against him, and there's a lot. And I saw a lot of it this week. And there's a ton on Trump. There's a ton on Rubio. Oh, Trump, forget Trump for the minute. For, for yeah. a minute, there's a lot more on on Cruz. And unfortunately, the problem Cruz is going to have is he's going to have problems getting super delegates. That's his problem. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I'm, I'm with you. We should probably take a break. Okay. And uh, head towards different topics when we get back. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. So uh, when we get back, I want to talk a little sci-fi stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, I, I told Ken about two sci-fi cha- state uh, TV shows I started watching this 
weekend at Binge Watch during the storm. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk real sci-fi stuff happening. Okay, and if we have enough time, I might talk a little bit about uh, an Uber story. Okay, and I have one television slash movie bitch to do right when we get back. All right. When we get back, I'm going to come back bitching. I don't understand how we have our best song coming back after our worst song going out. I got to fix that. I I, got to spend a little bit of time and fix that on the show, but sorry about that, peoples. Ken, I have, I I binge watch a lot of TV over the, over the snowy weekend. Yeah, because we were kind of snowed in for four days, right? Yeah, we we were kind of snowed in, you know, I did a lot of shoveling, but you know, Mm -hmm. I still get like when I plowed, when I used to plow, I couldn't sleep the night before. Yeah, and I can't sleep until like I literally can't sleep until I can drive around in two wheel drive. I have that problem. It's from too many years of snow plowing. I guess. Uh, so I I watched a lot of shows and I ch- and I started watching some shows and I got really pissed off. Not not any of the new sci fi shows that I liked, but I was just watching some other shows. I'm an American. This is American. Mm-hmm. We're Americans. In the 50s, when they had the Russian guy, he talked with a cheesy accent, and I didn't have to read subtitles. Right. Well, I I hate reading subtitles. I prefer, I prefer not to as well. I'm already suspending belief that this is even happening. I don't want to read subtitles for half a damn show. I know. Whatever happened to overdubbing? Right. Or overdub. I don't yeah. care. I don't want to. Would you prefer overdub to, to captions? Pretty much anything. Yeah. And then what's really pissing me off is because of everything that's going on, now when people talk in Spanish, they don't even bother to put subtitles up. I don't speak Spanish. What the F is that guy saying? Why not? Why don't you speak Spanish? Oh, wait a minute. That's right. That's the basis of the show, right? right? Yes. Yeah. It's against everything we stand for <laughs> right. again this show. But it's like, damn it. I speak a little I, I speak Ricky in, Ricardo spoke I, Spanish I, every day on I Love Lucy for years and I never had to learn Spanish. Right. I but, shouldn't have to know. That's right. There's important words that I think you need to know in every language. Yes. But they all have to do with using a restroom and drinking, and, drinking. and eating. Yes. That, you know? Those if, are the important If you words. learn the local names of the local food, you're good. Yeah. You know, in this area, burrito, taco will do. Quesadilla, Quesadilla There you go. You know, but it's just like I was watching shows. I literally turned off shows because it was like, well, I, I don't know what that guy's saying. Yeah. Well, right. What is that guy saying? Yeah. No, I oh, agree. Biggest news of the week, and I almost missed it. Speaking of television. Plebs is on Hulu. Plebs is on Hulu. Plebs, all the back episodes. Oh, the of Plebs back episodes are on Hulu. Oh, really? Yes. So if you have well, Hulu, we all have the every episode yes, already. If you have, if you don't know what Plebs is, and we talk about Plebs sometimes, yeah, you got to go to Hulu and yeah. watch it. It's great. It's the best show ever. All right, let me get into my sci-fi stuff. I, I love, I love space exploration. I. 
nothing would make me happier than one of the sci-fi shows I watch being real. Just telling you that. Mm-hmm. I, I geek out like that. So this week I'm I'm watching stuff and for many years there's always been that Planet X people have talked about. Oh, there's another planet and all this kind of stuff. Planet X. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying all these people and the first guy was what? Like Copernicus or something back a billion years ago. Now they're saying there actually is another planet out there. Theoretically. No, they're saying that the way it's the still, gravity it's, it's yeah, yeah it's but the way the gravity's pulling on objects around There's something that it's like 10 times the size of Earth. Right. That's huge. How can we miss that? Right, but they're also saying it's out beyond the asteroid belt, right? Yes. Which it, it would be a, just a big ice ball, right? I would assume so. Right. So right. So is it really a planet or is it just, it could be another Pluto, but with a bunch of ice on it. So here's my biggest problem is scientists are calling it planet nine. Um, F you, Pluto is still always going to be planet nine in my book. <laughs> well, that because Pluto's a dwarf planet. Shut up. <laughs> All right. We call them little planets. Little planets. We call them <laughs> small planets. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. This thing's out in the Kyber belt. Mm-hmm. Here's Here's the coolest thing I think about it. They think its orbit is between ten to 20,000 years. That's a long year of our Earth years. I mean, technically, its orbit's only one year of its own. Right. But they think it's, in our time, like ten to 20,000 years long, it's the orbit. Hmm. That's, that's... Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, if it's out the Kyber Belt, you're talking about it being, at, you know, it's almost... I mean, what what is it? That's all almost ten light years. Yeah, something yeah. ridiculous yeah. like that. Right. So I just was like, wow. I, I, you know, I love the fact that there's another planet. There's probably life on it. No, um, there's what, what kind of shut life? up? Frozen, <laughs> frozen life. There's, there's probably life on ice it. people. <laughs> shut up! Don't ice ruin people. this for me. <laughs> Did you see the movie Frozen? No. Okay, that's what that's what takes place on the, the, this planet. Don't ruin this for me. Okay. All right. So I'm all happy. I'm all happy about that. And then yesterday came out that they found the quote largest solar system they've ever found mm-hmm. uh, over over the last couple months and stuff, where they have a uh, large by size. There's a there's a L- star. I was gonna say large by size or large by number of planets. Large by size of the planets. It's oh, a, it's it's like I think it's so thirteen like- planets, but they have a planet that's. 10 times the size of Jupiter. Mm. That's like practically a star. It, well, Jupiter was a failed star anyway. Right. So, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just like, that was like, I was like, oh, I love this mm-hmm. kind of nerdy yeah. science stuff. So that was kind of where I, I, I like. So it's the biggest they've seen in dimensions and the size of the planet. Yeah. And, okay. and the, the star that they found is, I mean, the planet, I think is something like, trillion miles away from the star or something like that it's it's oh, yeah it's big it's something wow billion, did i write that wrong i don't know it's way out there it's huge okay. like i don't know if it's number wise the most planets but like the size of the planets and like the expanse that mm-hmm. it takes is huge which and these would all be i mean this, the universe must be just filled with ice planets you know because be. you, you don't get very much be, you know, farther out than Earth before you start running into not being that much radiation heating, right? Yeah, you would think. We could teach them all about global warming, though. They could well, use it. See, here's my thing. Them, this we could send cars. X, when, this, when this new planet comes slipping by, right, 
Why don't we send like some suburbans and yeah. stuff there? Warm it up, and then ten thousand years from now, coal, we got a second plant. Coal plant, coal plant, cell know, phones. Yeah, you know, cows have fart too much, and that caused global warming. Right. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of things. We I could think do. so. We we you know we should ship a big space freighter with one billion cans of hairspray because that'll just that'll right. That'll. <laughs> it's like where it's like you read my mind sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I want. Yeah, you okay. know, uh, and and I think I actually saw that on one of the sci-fi Very channels cool. I was watching. All right. And then because I, of course, I was pulling up all this sci-fi stuff, and like I said, I really love the sci-fi stuff, I came across an article about the new Doomsday Clock. You know what the Doomsday Clock Yes, is? I do know the, the Doomsday Clock. The atomic clock. Yeah, the, the clock that the was, yeah, when, when things got closer and closer to being actually a nuclear warfare, it would tick closer to midnight. Yes. Yeah, so and right, remember, and they, they reset it when things cool down. So remember, like, five, ten years ago, it was like 15 minutes to midnight? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're back to three minutes to midnight. You're kidding. Because of what, North Korea? <laughs> because of the Obama administration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't say it because it's all a bunch of libs. Three minutes awful close. Yeah. Like, like I wow. don't know if I give a lot of credence to it, but it's like, oh, hey. I wonder if that's because you've got all these. Because Donald Trump might be the next president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll no. be 10 past that'll midnight. Be, be 10 past midnight. <laughs> They'll be like, ah, the party's over. Um but yeah, we're back to three minutes to midnight. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I remember like that's when, that's pretty damn close to Armageddon, right? I think the closest we ever got was I think during the Cuban Missile Crisis when it got to like I was going to say five minutes to midnight. You know, I would have to look that up. I was, yeah. I remember something being like five minutes to midnight. Yeah, I don't ever remember three. No, I don't remember three, and I don't know why they're saying that. It must be, you know, it must be this Iran nuke deal. They figured that we're all gone. We're done. We're dead now. Yeah, the party's over. Right. Iran got nukes. Korea got nukes. Yep. You know, uh, the terrorists got nukes. Everybody got these nukes. And so maybe that's what they're that they're basing it on. I, I guess so. I, I don't know. Uh, you had something you wanted to get into. Yeah, if we have enough time, time in there. So there was yeah. a uh, there was a video that a uh, Uber driver had put out. I guess a lot of these Uber drivers use dash cams. Smart move, right? Yeah. And uh, he had a dash cam in there, and there was a video he took of a drunken man who was actually assaulting him in his Uber car. <laughs> uh, um, and he uh, he actually put the video up on. The on the web somewhere. I don't know if it was YouTube on the or not. YouTube? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like if it was YouTube, YouTube, but it, apparently the video went viral. Right. And now the the man that was beating him, that was drunk and assaulting him, is now uh, claiming in a lawsuit that he never consented to the recording. Some states and, that matters, and, and that that's right. It, it it might, and but I don't think that's video. I know recording somebody's a phone conversation. You know, some states both parties have to consent to do it, but I think. Um, like in a cab or in a situation like that, you don't have to have to consent because cops have dash cams and everything. But the, he's claiming that it invaded his privacy and caused him emotional distress, and he's now suing the Uber driver and Uber for uh, $5 million in damages. I hope he wins. Really? Yes, I hate Uber. Well, I don't care what you think about Uber, but why do you think he should, the, the driver of the car should be allowed to pay $5 million after he assaulted him? Well, you know what? If the driver of the car actually had real insurance that taxi cab drivers are supposed to have, mm-hmm. then he wouldn't have to worry about this because he'd have lawyers and stuff like that. I, I, I just, I, I, that doesn't forgive the guy assaulting ends, him. 
did the guy really assault him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the video. <laughs> no question about it. Guy was drunk, and the guy was smacking him. The guy... What Listen, happened, what happened I was, paid you to come pick me up. You knew I was drunk. <laughs> he can't, No, he didn't know he was drunk before that. Um, and uh, what happened was... He he was intoxicated and becoming a real nuisance and 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 in a cab or limo even in some cases a limo, uh, but certainly in a cab and a lot of vehicles like that. If you're drunk like that and you're being really they they basically say I'm sorry you got to get out. They're not yeah. going to be able to collect and from you, but they can do that it. right. So what happened was this guy pulled over and said that um, he he had to get out. And uh, the guy said it was an unfamiliar spot. Well, number one, you're drunk as hell. Everything's an unfamiliar spot, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was in uh, the town of Costa Mesa, California. And um, and he just wasn't going to get out, so he started smacking the guy. And, and really, the back <laughs> of his head, I mean, it was like... You know what? He, he, he was laying a bait down on this guy, um, and, and, and he did it on camera. You know what? In a real taxi cab, there's glass between you and the jerk right. in the back. Yeah. In some, not well, listen, always. I, I, not I'm always. against. I'm against Uber. And well, it's I know not, that. You know, it's because I, I'm mainly against Uber because the insurance, the lack insurance, of insurance. Right. Lack of insurance. Oh, I understand that. And I, that they're cheating the system. If you drive for Uber, you're a cheater. You're a tax cheat. You're an insurance. Well, you're it, you're just a cheater. You, you're you scumbag. Want, you want to know what though? The problem is, is that. The young kids love it. They're so. I mean, I'm telling right, you, all because my, they are. They also all, love bicycles. All my nieces and nephews love it because they they can go out and get drunk and never have to worry about it. They just call Uber. Someone's there within 15 minutes to take them home. It's it's a you great. Know what? Here's, and I'll here, tell you what, I'd rather have them do that and them drive home. Uh, absolutely. I don't care what. Oh, listen, yeah. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I used to go out and get drunk, uh-huh. and, and and you know what? I never I never waited long for a taxi. Yeah. I, I'd call regular taxis with insurance. Yeah, it's tougher. It's tougher in the suburbs now than it was in the I, li- I grew up in the suburbs. Well, yeah. How you know around here? I can you, tell you. You know one what thing. works even better? Yeah. You drive to the bar, mm-hmm. right? You disconnect your starter. You go and you get hammered. You call AAA. They pick you and your car and take you <laughs> home for free. Well, I'm just making a point here. You could call a, a cab at two in the morning around here and never get picked up so that's just the way it is right yeah here. i know i um, just i just i just don't like uber but anyway so he started smacking the guy he kept smacking him everything and then the driver responded by uh, pepper spraying him which was actually pretty funny yeah. um yeah. and pepper so and, 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 and he immediately filed uh, charges with the police the driver who arrested uh, the the golden who was the guy suing him on misdemeanor assault charges he pled not guilty and he's due to go to, back to court on february 24th um now, what happened was the guy was a marketing manager for Taco Bell, uh-huh. <laughs> and Taco Bell fired him after this thing hit the web. Well, then, yeah, he totally should sue that guy. Well, he, that guy he, got him fired. He, he, the guy didn't get him fired. His own behavior got him fired. Yeah. And he wasn't, he was fired. He should sue Taco Bell, too. Well, that's different. I, I mean, that's different. Because what I do on my own time should be my own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the driver sued Golden for $25,000 in November. And at that time, his lawyer told uh, the papers that the assault left his client traumatized. Traumatized, traumatized excuse me. Um, but anyways, and he was a pretty young guy that was driving the car anyways. Uh, but so what, what do you think about that? What do you think about a guy suing because he was videotaped assaulting somebody when he was I drunk? I would sue. I hate, I hate, there's too many video cameras out there. It's hard to beat people up and extort people with all these video cameras. I I just don't think you get a lot. I think if you go to court and you're seen on video assaulting somebody, you're not going to get a lot of sympathy, and you're not going to collect any money. It depends if it's illegal or not to do that in your state. That's different. 
That's you know, a crime then if it's illegal. Right. That's not a civil charge. He's suing the guy $5 million. That's not, that's a civil issue. Well, we'll see. We'll see how we'll keep an eye on that. I was right. That one big giant planet is one trillion miles away from its home star. Wow, that's just crazy. We'll be back next week with probably more stories, maybe less politics, but maybe not because there's a debate coming. There'll be up a tonight. lot to talk about. There'll be a lot to talk about. Well, actually, we do the show next time with actually the day after the uh, Iowa I, caucus. Yeah, so there will be more politics. That's just how it rolls, people. <laughs>